Welcome back, folks, to another episode of It's About Payroll. What's up, Walt? Uh, nothing much, man. Just uh, just grateful to be here today, man, and get this episode on overtime started and kicked off. And I watched the fight yesterday. You know, oh, cool. How, was it, it okay? It was entertaining. It was, cool. It was pretty good. It, and it ended. The guy, Tank Davis. He called it. He said, I'm going to knock him out in the seventh round. And that's what he did. No way. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, dang. The body punch. Oh, oof. body blow. Yeah. What about you, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Had a good Saturday. Went to bed early because I was like, you know what? We record early. And if I stay up too late, it hurts to get up early in the morning. <laughs> I know. I was feeling it this morning. It like, yeah, man. Yeah, see? Exactly. <laughs> I didn't see your text until this morning. You text me, oh, you watching the fight? I'm like, I was already asleep by that point. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So I got, yeah, got to be fresh. Got to be fresh. <laughs> Recorded. So yeah, folks. So today we're talking about OT as we put in that OT. And overtime is such a big subject. It's, yeah. it, it, and it does, it warrants its own show and probably many more shows as we go on and talk about overtime especially as we fold in an interesting pieces for global. Uh, I'm going to run through just a little snippet what OT is. I'm going to let Walt take the global piece. Overtime in the United States is regulated by what we call the FLSA. Lisa, some people call it. Lisa, because uh, FLSA is tough. It's like tough mm -hmm. to say really quick. <laughs> so mm -hmm. we Americans love abbreviating and shortening and nicknaming stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Fleesa... Fair Labor Standards Act, and which requires employees to pay hourly employees, also known as non-exempt, at a rate of one and a half times their regular rate. So 50% more premium of whatever your rate is mm -hmm. during your overtime hours. And in the U.S., it's usually, in most places, it's over 40 hours in a week. So your 41st hour and up in... California, mm -hmm. California IA, it is over eight hours in a day. And there's there are variations, even in some industries. I believe in I want to say in New York, back when I was doing staffing payroll, I believe they got it in a day, even if it was part of like their union agreement or their what stuff like that. So that those other rules can exist outside of the state. You just gotta it's a certain thing. You always got to know who you're dealing with. What else? I believe in some states too, right? It might be California and I have to look at it, but yeah. I know they say it's either they either pay you the overtime for the hours in the day or they pay you for the overtime in the week. So they say, oh, if it's over eight hours in the day, you get that. But if it's over 40 in the week, you get, you, you get that whichever is higher. It sounds familiar, that? but I don't think that's Cali. Yeah, no, I know. Okay. I feel like I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I don't think that's Cali. Okay. Um, okay. But to Walt's point, you got to look at the state you're in, look at the overtime mm -hmm. laws you're in. You mm -hmm. know, as a payroll professional, you really got to, if you don't have a quick guide, if you're brand new, if I go into a new state, I like to go to their web, state website, look at mm -hmm. the labor laws, look at the overtime, look at the regular, look at the nuances that they might have because they have it there, right? All this stuff mm -hmm. is there by state for the employees the state is motivated to get their money 
and they want you to do it right. So all of the information is there. It's not a mystery. It's just mind-boggling, overwhelming to categorize and organize it all in one place. Although uh, Christina is doing a really good job, Valor Payroll, she yes. has a website that breaks it down state yes. by state. Yeah. Because you do, you have to do the research anyway as a payroll professional. So she actually turned it around and put it out there for the for her clients, for the people to learn. Right. Yes. APA also has a very good source, and I believe that's what they call it—the source yes. of inf information, state by state. But even those things, they got to update it every few years because states are every year they can change. In a year, they could change multiple times. So payroll professionals, we just got to be on point. We got to stay on top of the information. Education is so important. Yep. Um, and then the Walt folded, and that's pay, that's pretty much the U, overtime in the U.S., folks, right? Yep. But Walt, I'm going to give it to you to talk about the global differences that you found. Yeah, this is just a couple of examples here, uh, how the overtime in the U.S. varies or or is different from other countries. According to what I found, the US pay requirements for overtime are a little bit more generous than other countries. So in the, U in the US, more than not, it's over the 40 hours worked in the week if you're, mm -hmm. if you're an employee in the US, right? And so for example, Canada, their employees are entitled to the same one and a half times rate of pay of their regular pay of rate, pay rate, ready hours worked over 44 hours in a week. Okay. But they do have some, in Canada, some provinces are different. So they might okay. have some different rules depending uh, on where you're at in Canada. Okay. Uh, the European Union, they, they allow individual companies to make their own regulations. Really? Yeah, so it, even if so, even though that union of the different countries has a has a some minimum standards set, it, they still allow each country to set its own regulations that exceed those set minimum standards that the union has. Wait, each country or each company in the EU? It, it, each, each country. Okay. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Company. Each I was going to say it's going to be a wild west out there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so All that right. like the United Kingdom. They still pay that one and a half, one and a half times the regular rate, but right. it's for hours worked over 48. Ooh. So that 49th hour that you work in a work week, that can be it's... OT. Dang, and, that's tough. And, and in Germany, they have that thing we spoke to earlier. It's either hours over eight in a day, or they have, instead of 40, it's 48 per week. So oh, wow. they, yeah, so that it's either the 48 in a week or the eight hours per day. Wow. So it's a little bit different. That's why the US, you know, it's that 40, people don't realize how generous good that is. is. Yep. And the right. US pay. So that's something to think about. Heck yeah. And speaking of overtime, thanks for that, Walt. Speaking of overtime, we were trying to do some rough math here. Basically, the US pays out trillions of dollars in overtime per year yeah trillions in the to t trillions <laughs> and now if you think about it again in the u.s managers are 
worried about overtime as they should oh, clearly, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. because it runs up the butt, right? Finance is not budgeting for that. It takes them out of the budget and it's off projections with overtime goes too high to the point where it was like uh, their managers, if depending on the systems, they, most systems have an approaching 40 report yep. so that you can pull it or even be alerted of it. And, Oh, I got people that are approaching 40 and it's only Thursday. So yep. then they, they got to figure out what to do. I remember one plan backfired at us at one job where payroll is very like fluctuates, right? You get you, when you're processing, you're super busy. And then maybe the last few days of the week, you're not, you, it's eight hours. It's not overtime situation. Yep. You're busy, but you're not working overtime. Oh, it has its peaks and valleys. Mm -hmm. And I remember the manager at the time, again, new to the payroll field, didn't know that this was happening and got, was like, what can you do? And I was like, well, I could send people home early on Friday. If they're approaching on Thursday, I can look at it on Thursdays. And if they're going over, I, I can send them home accordingly on Friday until one Friday, everybody was home. Everybody was out. <laughs> and then he's like, where's your payroll team? I was like, oh, everybody, they went over yesterday because this is a payroll week. It yeah. was a bad payroll week. Yeah. Everybody hit 40 yesterday. Yep. Remember what we said? Hey, they're home. And yeah. I, at the time I had me, I have managers. So we were yeah. able to hold it down and it was not a problem, but to them, it was troubling, but yeah. the, the optics of it wasn't cool. Mm -hmm. So then we had to adjust it back and be like, all right, now we got to, it's always a conversation. It's always a big to do, mm -hmm. you know, and especially, and payroll is the, definitely the people who are going to report on it. It's a great analyzing thing. If you, if you're being proactive, yep. look at your OT, look how it trends, look how it look at the last three months. You can probably project the next three months. And it's definitely things like that. Yeah. It's definitely used as a, a KPI. Yes. Um, yes. A key performance indicator in a lot of different industries and stuff. And like you said, it, it does a couple of different things by you reporting on it and keeping track of it. It keeps the company aware of what's going on and it can also hold different departments and employees accountable absolutely at the time i say okay hey why does this person have so much Over, OT? yeah yeah you know, like you, you you know hey this one school they have 200 hours a week in ot and this other location they have 800 like exponentially mm -hmm. more than their sister location or their sibling location and mm -hmm. so it's just like, okay, why is that so much? Because there's the same number of, of enrollees here. There's the same yep. number here. Why yep. is it so different? That's right. And know? it could be a great error, like a call, a great catch. If it's an error, because mm -hmm. you, some humans, like it's not humanly possible to work some such a, a X amount of hours in a week, or especially overtime hours. Gotta be like, wait, how many hours? What a hundred overtime hours in one week? That's impossible. What? So you, that's a great. If you're being proactive, you overtime should be within reason by person, and then mm -hmm. to your point, within reason by location. Yep. So we have some great. Let's talk about these facts that you got here for overtime pay in the U.S. This is in the U.S., folks. And then this would be a great 
opportunity. We talked to Melissa about the global piece, folks yeah. from around the globe. It, it's not only Melissa, it's, she just stepped up and was willing to be on the show and help and teach and learn and stuff like that. But all are welcome. If you're yeah. around the world and you guys got some nuggets and can teach us about global payroll, reach out. Yeah. Yep. Everybody's reaching out to us on LinkedIn and that's how folks are getting on the show. So please come. Oh, I got somebody in mind too. We're going to have her in a couple of weeks. Sylvia from Poland. So yeah. she's tied up at a new gig exactly. right now. Congrats yeah. to her. But uh, hopefully yeah. we can get her on and over to, we could talk about these things. And Walt just, I think, just touched the surface of the nuances of overtime globally, right? Like, yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, right? I only spoke to three different places. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it'll be a great, that'll be great info to fold into yeah. the show at some point. But for right now, we're going to tell you what overtime looks like in the U.S. And take us through the first few there. We'll split it. Oh, it's 10. So you go do the first five. I'll do the last five. All right. So number one, as we spoke to before, the Fair Labor Standards Act, or a.k.a. Lisa. As Lisa. Somebody, somebody I used to work with used to say that he had an ex named Lisa. So he said F Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the federal law that governs overtime in the United States. Right. Yep. So it's just a general thing. You can go definitely go there as a payroll professional, even an HR professional, even an employee. Yep. You have access to, to this, this information. You can research it, educate yourself, go out there, learn about FLISA. Okay. Yep. And then number two, non-exempt non-exempt employees are entitled to overtime at a, a rate of pay of one and a half times their regular pay rate for any hours worked over the over 40 in the work week or by day, depending on the state. Correct. Now notice it didn't say non-exempt full-time. Correct. Like, so it, it said non-exempt because there can be correct. salaried non-exempt people. That's correct. That may be entitled to mm -hmm. some OT, depending on the nature of the job. Yep. So even if you're salaried, if you're classified as a non-exempt salaried employee, you want to make sure you educate yourself yep. on if you're el eligible for OT. You should be. That yeah, that right? that label dictates yeah. it. And if not, then they have you labeled wrong. Yep. yep. Yeah. So you, you wanna you wanna verify that. And that's why, and that's not to get too deep into this, but that's why it's important for us as professionals and companies to make sure, like you spoke to, that we have these people labeled correctly mm -hmm. in our systems. To prevent potential lit litigation and say, oh, well, it's not my fault that you had me labeled wrong. That's right. Whatever. And so protect yourself. Okay. Yep. Number three, some type of employees such as ex executives, administrators, and professionals may be exempt from overtime pay requirements under certain conditions. So this is like certain yes. industries, certain job titles. If you're a CFO of a company, you're probably more than likely exempt. <laughs> yeah. And there's a right. like, there's like white collar exemptions. I know yeah. high earner, high earning computer workers, doctors, stuff like yep. that have these exemptions because they make so much per hour. Yep. Oh yes. And then they are there is a again, this could be more a good idea. We'll maybe talk about Fleesa and how this is applied mm -hmm. in another show, but there is a testing for the each employee so the major one is like 
if the employee can make decisions on their own to do their job, they don't have to ask constantly what to do. Good point. You are, you're exempt. That means Good you point. can, you're not going to get overtime, but yeah. if you constantly have to check in and get permission and it's guided and controlled, you're an hourly employee. That, yeah, um, and you are man. right. That oversight is one of the tests. Mm -hmm. Um, and basically that makes you eligible for overtime. So there is a, but like Walt said, go dig. It's a, a government website. It's on, it's out there. Go read about it, learn about it. If you're in payroll, you must really be well-versed in Fleesa. Yep. I'm going to add the link in the show notes. Oh, perfect. Most of the show. That's so awesome. anybody Thank who you, tunes Walt. in, you can get that Fleesa link. Number four. There's no limit to the number of hours employees may work in a week, but employers must pay overtime for any hours worked over 40. Depending on the job you do, there are labor restrictions in some cases, like being a driver or a pilot. So let me put this out there to you. Say I'm in the system, they have me marked as a part-time employee. I'm a, say I'm, a, I'm in the education field, I'm a substitute teacher. And there's a bunch of call outs. And I'm sure this happened during the pandemic mm -hmm. where you had a bunch of people out. I'm a sub yeah. who technically is part-time. I have to come in and cover for different people. And I end up working over 40 hours in a week. Sure. I should be entitled to my OT, even though I'm technically part-time in the system. Yeah. That's not the driver. Yep. Part-time, yep. full-time is not a driver. Yep. So I said that to say... Even if you're part-time, yes, technically, but you're working these hours, you're entitled to it. And, you're, and, you're, and your time and attendance system should capture that. Yes, yes. If it's built right. That. It's built. But, but and we'll speak to this later about the managers potentially yes. going in and yes. adjusting your time. Don't but that's something that. to think about <laughs> as well. So if you're yep. part-time, make sure you – this is why it's important. If you're part-time, you're still entitled if you work Absolutely. over 40 hours in a week, okay? Absolutely. Overtime pay number five, it is calculated based on the employee's regular rate of pay, which includes all compensation that the employee receives, such as bonuses, commissions, and non-discretionary payments. So I see that you had here in bold. Be careful with this one. Why'd you put that? You got to make sure that your, your system calculates it correctly. And then, and how these rules apply. These are some very nuanced rules. So just make sure that your system's calculating it, that yep. you guys are doing the right thing. Overtime yep. gets very sensitive, very delicate. Mm -hmm. um, um, just, it, it, it all depends. It depends, it depends, it depends. Went to yep. this, I went to this payroll law seminar one time and it was a lawyer that gave it, thank goodness. And at the he started off with a question or whatever, and everybody had all kind of different answers. And he was like, it depends. And that's he, he told us he's like, the answer to everything we're gonna talk about is it depends. Yep. And that's the problem, that's the challenge with payroll, right? Yep. And this is why I, I tell folks not to cross talk about their pay because your situation is can be very different from the your part, your roommate, your desk mate table mate situation it's very personal yeah. it's very intimate do not compare don't talk to the net oh my check was this and blah, blah, blah. you don't know what deductions that person got you don't know what pre-tax people have you don't know what personal things are hitting there 
Yeah. So um, you got a story. That, I, you got a story. <laughs> no, at that point, I was taught that right. That same hey, don't compare pay. Yeah. Don't talk to, to, to somebody else. Now, if you're in a union, um, what used to be different. A lot of different industries had were unionized, and that stuff you used to be able to do is say, hey. I do the same job as this person. My pay yeah. is different. Yep. So I understand where you're coming from. I, it's just, <sighs> I saw something now with this new way of uh, thinking. People are saying, mm -hmm. oh, you should talk to one another. And I know that's a whole nother show and I'm not trying to bog this no. conversation, yep. but there's a different wave of thought behind that now. And I would like to have a conversation about that eventually. Maybe now is not the time, but just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, no, and I get, look, my, I think my two cents is that I know what you're saying. That's more, it's wage transparency. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But for me, and it is a great call out because what you're paid gross is a gross number. If you're yeah. going to talk salaries, then that's what, if we're going to talk, if we're going to label a job or positions and stuff like that with salary ranges, then it's gross numbers. Yeah. That's fine. And you're right. We should have more of those conversations. Why? Because there's gender equality to think about. There's discrimination to think about. Protected yep. classes to think about. You know, so you don't want to walk into a job and because I'm blue and he's green, he makes more money. Like, what? Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. So that is what. What you're saying, that's, it's a, I don't, I don't know what they call it, wage transparency. I think it's something like that. And, and like what New York is like requiring it now and folks are requiring it to post uh, on jobs. I think it's great because when you're in a job search, how, why would you apply to a job that you're not, you're priced over or you're priced under, or if you're priced under, you're going to make more. But if you're already making more than what this job is posting at, clearly you're not going to apply. Yeah. So it, it, I think for that reason and for many other reasons, it's good. But you're talking gross numbers, right? Exactly. This, the, what I mean is don't compare your net pay. So great call out. Don't compare your net pays. Don't get into the nitty gritties of why my net pay is different than your net pay because that's when it becomes personal, uh, right? Yeah. Medical yeah. things, garnishments that you ain't none yes. of your business why I got less. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's personal, right? And even with managers, sometimes I'm like, they'll call, oh, I want to speak about this person's pay. But why? Is there something wrong? Did you do something wrong? Or they do something like, oh, no, they, they're worried about X, Y, Z. Unfortunately, they will need to call me because it's none of your business. I don't tell them. I don't say none of your business. But I politely say, hey, that's personal. I'll need to speak directly with the employee. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. No, that's a great call out. And it, it, you're right. We can definitely talk about wages wage transparency and another show we could have maybe get a comp expert to come on and yeah. help us out with that right yeah. all right number six mm -hmm. employers cannot offer compensatory time off in lieu of paying overtime Ooh. so basically oh i'll give you a pto day instead of overtime and it, it, it does have an ex it depends except in limited circumstances with the government if you're signing a lot of union employees, if you have a, a what do they call it? A CBA con contract. What's the B for? I forget. Collective bargain agreement. Sorry. Yeah. If you're part of a union or if you're federal government, they sign contracts. 
the government may not be a union worker, but you're signing a contract to behave a certain way, to do certain things. And in that, you may have signed off to that. Or instead of overtime, I'm going to get X amount of PTO time. But in normal industry, outside of government and free business, that is not okay. You're not giving me, it's not the, you're not meeting the overtime standards. If you giving me PTO instead of my overtime, it's, that doesn't work. So, so that was, yeah, what's up? So is that saying, so I understand it. Is that saying, oh, I see that you're approaching OT. And if you work a full eight hours on Friday, you're going to be an OT. So I'm going to tell you do half a day on Friday. Is that what the, is that what no. that's saying? Okay. No, it's saying work the OT, but I'm not going to pay you one and a half times rate for your, for your OT. I'm going to give you PTO hours at okay. straight rate. Okay. All right. If I, so, I mean, if it's at overtime rate, that's right. But again, you play, you, you're making things gray and muddy and you messing around now. Okay. So you pay me at my rate and that's what they're saying. You can't get it in lieu of your one and a half times rate. Cause, cause you know, every perception is everything. So somebody yes. can interpret this as something else. And that's why you stuck like, to your point. That's why it's important to have a, a, a lawyer or some, yes. some specialist come and speak to this stuff. And like you said, that person that came up and gave, and gave that presentation or spoke, he was like, it depends. It, depends. <laughs> it all depends. Because one yeah. case from one person to another could be a totally different situation. Yeah. Yep. Number seven, some states have their own overtime pay laws and may provide additional protections. Yes. So California has the overtime after eight mm. in one day. some higher rates. I haven't seen that lower thresholds for overtime eligibility. Yeah. So lower threshold, meaning in, instead of the 40, it's an eight in a day. I haven't seen any higher rates. Have you come across higher rates in the U S for over T? Yeah. I haven't come across that. Number eight is employees who violate overtime pay may be subject to legal action. That is exactly right. Fines, back wages, that in the news a lot yeah. where class action suits, they won because they weren't paid their overtime. You got to yes. be mindful. Yes. But if, if for some folks, like I've heard, oh, we have to change. We have to get into uniform. We have to prep. We have to prep for the job. And then some employers are like, no, after you prep, then you could clock in. No, I have, to, you have to prep for the job. So that's now work. Yep. Right. So yep. they try to, employers try to play around and there's always little class action suits where employees yeah. will be like, we think this is work. They'll take it to court and they'll win. I forget who it was, but I just read a case. They just had to pay hundreds of millions of dollars in back OT oh, pay. Abs absolutely. Man. All right. Number nine. What do we have? Employees have, the right. Employees have the right to file complaints with wage in our division to the U.S. Department of Labor if they believe their employer is not complying with overtime pay. It's not a good look with it. Well, so that is correct. Employees have the right and that's where you would go and take your complaints this would wage in our division of DOL. Federal. And, and notice the key word here, the key, the key part of the sentence, it says, if they believe. That's correct. If you That's believe. Correct. That's so correct. It's not that you have to be certain, but if you nope. just have a, if there's something like, I'm not sure, they're saying you can file a complaint. Mm -hmm. And the, I know it doesn't say here, but. I believe that <laughs> the employer cannot retaliate no, against that's you correct. for doing that. That's right. 
That's right. Yeah, and it it gets uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know if they can do it anonymously. If you can, that might be a right way to do it. Maybe you can talk to a labor lawyer first to get some advice. Um, but yeah, there are avenues. There are ways that you can address it and folks win it all the time. Don't, you know, Yeah. I say, I made a comment here. It's not a good look. This will open up company audit companies for or other audits. So this is really a warning to them, to the employer, to the managers, the owners, if you keep things tight, if you keep things in compliance and you're yep. diligent, you do your diligence and the way you handle your thing, then you won't have this problem because if you are messy and you open yourself up to audit, believe me, they're going to call the IRS. They're going to call the state ones. Everybody's going to call, Hey, this company just red flagged on this. Y'all, yep. y'all should audit them next. I just found 30, $30 million in love or whatever. Yep. So you, you don't want to do, you want to run your company tight. Yep. Because of these things. Yep. The government's like, hey, if they're stealing money, that's they right. Might be stealing taxes. <laughs> that's right. Oh, oh definitely. Oh, yeah. definitely. Mm -hmm. As we are learning in our true payroll crime stories, yes. right? Yep. Number 10 is it is important for employees to keep accurate, rec accurate, accurate <laughs> records of their hours worked and their compensation in case they need to prove violation of overtime pay requirements. This is in case they usually mandated by the state. So again, employee, oh, wait, there's employees. Ah, I read this wrong earlier. I, I read employers and I'm ah. like, duh, of course, employers have to keep at record. But so this is employees and this is a really good call out for employees. Yes. And I had a, I, I got a friend of, he was just talking about that. He keeps records of his pay and hours and yep. stuff like that. And Oh man, I think he was taking like a picture of the clock because, yeah, because of what you said, he believed that yeah. something was off. Yep. So everything turned out to be great. It's all good, but he was right. He believed something was wrong and he was taking pictures of it in his coworkers are like, yo, that's a good idea. That's what, you know, because you should, you can't always depend on these systems. It's you're. You got to know what you make. If you're an hourly employee, you need to watch the fluctuations mm -hmm. because are you get if you're getting shorted half an hour here and there, that builds up. That's a lot of money over a year. Mm -hmm. And you, if you figure if your company's doing that for every employee, your company's making a ton of money or saving a ton of money because they're shaving or the system is accidentally doing something in their favor. Mm -hmm. It could go the other way too. It can go in the employer's employee's favor. So that's mm -hmm. why payroll teams need to be proactive and audit properly. Yes. But, but like I tell employees a lot, used to when I was more forward facing, is the onus is on you as well as on us as well. If we get a check, right, we need to check it. We need to look at it. We need to yes. analyze and validate the data. Did I work 47 yes. and a half hours this week? Yeah. Oh, should these deductions be coming out? Is my taxes, are my taxes proper? Don't worry, folks. We're going to teach you all about how to look at your pay stub. Yeah. Um, and we have a good, we have a good series. Good series already. Check out, right? <laughs> yep. And we're going to keep coming with more because there's so much yeah. more that doing that series opened us up. Like, wow. There is a lot. Yeah. And so, like you were saying this number 10, it's 
I don't think people realize how important as an employee, like you were just speaking to just now, how important it is for you to have control or yes. understanding of how your pay works. Yes. It's so important. We're so driven to consume. Yep. So driven. Oh, I'm going to get paid. I got to buy this. I got to buy yeah. that. I got to buy oh, this. Yeah. But you're not looking at if your pay is correct. You just know, oh, I can't wait for my payday. And you're not, oh, I know I clocked in. I know I signed off on my timesheet. But are you really looking at that? It starts with your timesheet. Yep. Starts with your timesheet. Yep. Once you clock in and once you're, the timesheet that's that you signed off on, it's, that's why it's important that you review it and have an understanding. That's why it's important that you ask questions as an employee. Like, this doesn't seem right. Ask your boss. Ask payroll. That's why it's important that you do these things because nobody, like, your manager should be doing that for you. But in case you're in a situation where your manager is skimming a little here, skimming a little there, that's why it's important for you to keep your employer honest and make sure that your pay is yes. correct. Because no, so, sometimes nobody else is going to do it for you. Nope. Nope. No. Facts. Facts. And the, yep. but yeah. You know, what if you miss? I've had folks call me at the end of the year. I think you missed the payment. I think I missed the payment. And okay, let me look at that. And I'm glad to dig in. You know what I mean? Keep accurate records of your hours and your compensation in case mm -hmm. you fear, in case you believe there are any violations going on, you have something to compare it to. Okay, my notes say this, your records say that, and it's not matching. And I've had employees that did that, that had spreadsheets that they would share with me. And I, I actually loved it because it was easier to bridge the gap. And I would be like, oh, look, this is what you're missing. We didn't see this. It's not in your records. It's on our, here's what closes the gap. And speaking of managers, we speak, there's a good, great segue into managers, owners, supervisors. Please do not alter time cards. Okay. You can be terminated. It is illegal. You are stealing from the employee at that point, right? Yeah. This is why things go to court. Your company could, and your company's going to be at risk, right? And liable. You're going to lose a job really quickly and mm -hmm. your company's still liable, right? So yeah. a lot of damage is done. If you're caught doing this, don't do it. What we, from HR payroll perspective, if you have someone that violates the rules of overtime, you have to coach them, reprimand, terminate. Yep. It has to be an escalating procedure. The first one is a warning. Hey, you know the rules. You're violating it. You just worked. 10 hours of overtime this week. You didn't get no pre-approval, blah, 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 blah. They get written up. And if it continues, you got to let them go. That's, mm -hmm. that is the strategy and solution. It's not, I'm taking it off your time card because I told you not to work overtime. No. I've seen it. And I'm sure other listeners who are listening in have their own stories. I've seen it to where it's not that the employee is working an exorbitant amount of OT. I've seen it where they've only worked in a couple of hours, like a hand, like a couple of hours in 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 a week. But because the manager wanted to keep the location under budget mm -hmm. and look good, and I've seen it go. Oh, they, they, they used to rave about this one manager. She, they were always under budget. Like, mm -hmm. her school was always always mm -hmm. under budget. There's no OT. She's always doing this. And then we got a call from one of the employees saying, "Hey, there's a lot of." There's a language barrier here. I'm one of the only people who was bilingual. 
and stuff like that. So we're just concerned about our pay. We mentioned it to the manager, but we just wanted to call in and see, could you please check? We, we think we believe that she's doing the right thing. You know, she's so nice and stuff like that. So we checked it and this manager was doing the wrong thing. Wow. She was doing the wrong thing. She was stealing. So when you do that as a manager, you're stealing from the employee. Yep. You're stealing from their rightfully due money. And making the company a criminal, really. Yep. Because it's not just your name that's going to get tarnished. It's the company's name that's going to get tarnished as well. Mm -hmm. Again, yep. pay managers who, who act in payroll functions we are not the fiduciary responsibility, but we have <laughs> fiduciary responsibility. Yes, sir. That yeah, segues, so that's a big call out. That segues into the stat from 2021. It said that one of the large payroll service giants in the country did a survey, and they said that that on average, there's nine hours of unpaid overtime every week. Wow. That's an equivalent of almost $18,000 in stolen revenue. Oof. That means the company is stealing it from the worker. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. This, was, I, this was just in 2021. So think yeah. about that. You know what I'm saying? And, and look, this is a survey, and this is not saying that the companies are being malicious. Mm -hmm. It's just saying unpaid because mm -hmm. think about it, right? There's times that you stay out. If you're a good worker, there's times that you stay. 15, 20, 30 minutes longer, and you don't do any, you don't clock in. I used mm -hmm. to argue with Walt all the time when we worked as, he worked as a contractor for me in the beginning. He's like, oh no, I didn't clock in. I just did 15 minutes. I was like, what, excuse me? You worked, sir. You worked, you have to put that in. You know what I mean? Cause then it, it builds up, yeah. it, it builds up the other way. And then next thing you know, you did a year of that. And guess what? You had a few thousand dollars cause you were trying to be nice. You didn't want to hit your company for 15, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. No, you make you hurting yourself. Yep. You have some here. Do you pay out OT for shift diff for shift differentials? Sorry, folks. Yes. So yes. if you're, if what you're does that mean though? What do you mean? So I've worked for some places where some people they were pretty much open all day, all you know, okay. open twenty four sure. hours. And so sure. if you worked overnight, you got paid a higher rate of yes pay. Yes. If you worked overnight and there would be yep. some times where people will work doubles, so they say, Hey, I'll take your schedule. So if you want me, I'll work it. And if they did that, they were entitled to OT on that higher shift. On the different, rate, right. As right? they should. Yep. Okay. And I just wanted to put that out there. Good. Yep. Good call out. The thing up here said that OT applies to all compensation that an employee receives. So that includes shift differential. Absolutely. So if you're working shift, shift differential and you know you worked OT, but you're not getting paid OT on that higher rate, because I'm sure there's been situations where they're like, oh, mm -hmm. I'll pay you the OT, but I'm going to pay it. On your regular, regular rate. rate. No. Not just no. shift diff. Yeah. And you need, So you need, to, that's why it's important, again, going back to that, the onus being on the employee to make sure that their pay is right. Yep. Just in case some, even if it's not malicious, just in case mm -hmm. some, the company's not doing something right. Read your employee handbooks, yep. you know, or at least go through the key areas. Everybody mm -hmm. like I go and I'm looking at PTO right away. <laughs> I'm looking mm -hmm. at holiday schedule, 
about is I want to know what is the yeah. web, what's my internet internet policy, what's my cyber policy. Like now, government agencies are banning apps from phones, things. So you got to understand what your not only the pay things in your employee manual, which is very important, but that's where you go. But the other stuff as well, super that's important. Cool. And folks, usually the employee manual is big and we just click that we read it and we never read it. And then when it bites you, right, when you come back and, oh, I didn't get this pay for that pay for this, that, and the third, ooh, which one is good? And it's for payroll people too. I didn't get my holiday pay. All right, hold on. Go look at the time card. They didn't work the day before or the day after. Or they called in. They called in the day before. Hey, you have a sick day before and after the holiday. Oh, yeah, I called in. There you go. You've disqualified yourself from holiday pay because you can't call in the days before and after the holiday. And your company should state that, like you were saying, in, they should the state yep. that in the employee manual, in the employee yes. handbook. It should state that because mm -hmm. in the courtroom, if you if you mess yourself up as an employer, if yep. you don't have that written down, yep, exactly clearly, right. it needs to be clear yep. and understandable. Yep, exactly right. Um, yeah, that shoot. That's amazing. That's it, folks. Over overtime is a, a very hot topic. There's yeah. tons more stuff to talk about. I'm sure you're listening to this and you're like, "Whoa, pff, I remember this one time." Oh my goodness, I remember this one time. Yeah. The stories, the and I almost yeah. looked it up. Like overtime horror stories. What did that look? Yeah. Um, we want to hear you from know. you too. Like, send yeah. us horror stories. Yep. I think I had to ask my mom about this too because she used to talk about. She always used to say, and this is before I was even in payroll, she would say, oh, I'm not, I'll work two days overtime, but I'm not going to work the third because then I'm going to lose most of it to taxes. The benefit decreased at one point. She like, so she always knew in her head how many days she would go overtime because if not, it was, was a de decreasing return. Mm -hmm. um, so that'd be a nice one to talk to her about as well. That'd be great. But, uh, yeah, man. That's Speaking it. on that, man, we're coming up on one year. One year, folks. One We've been year doing this doing for a this. year. Lo yeah. Longer, actually, but shows have been airing yes. for a year. We for a year. Yeah. And yeah. We're, we're, we have something in the works, and we're excited about it, and we'll yeah. speak more on it in the next couple of weeks. But I'm grateful to be here, man. I'm grateful for the support that we're getting, all you Word. listeners. Every nugget, every constructive criticism, all your support, your help. Christina yeah. over at Valor, she's been a champion yep. for us. Gerard, the, how influential he's been with us and yep. the ideas he's given us. And everybody else, Sylvia, Fran, all of you, Melissa, everyone that's listening in, thank you. And we appreciate you. The best is yet to come. Word. We're doing this for the payroll community. Word. That's what it's about. It's about establishing us as an industry yep. and being recognized as an industry and all of us just saying, hey, we're in this together. That's what it's about. Yep. Yeah. Building resources for us, man. Yep. Building resources. We're so underserved. Just continue to deliver products for our payroll people. Yes, That's sir. It. That's it. Yeah. And definitely now as a, as we like uh, 
pioneer the new horizon of of teaching people about their paychecks, right? It took such a long time as a payroll person. I was like, what do you mean? So easy. It's your paycheck. Blah, blah, blah. But I had to shift that paradigm to be like, wait a minute. I, I, it's, I know the paycheck stuff because I've been, it's been part of, it's literally been my product for mm -hmm. 20 plus years, right? So, but to shift from it and then to hear what people struggle with, what's FICA? Why is this? What's my pay period? Why isn't it on here? Like these little things. Wow. Whoa. There's a big opportunity there for us. You know, definitely want to bring better education to everybody that gets a paycheck, really. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks, folks. Enjoy your work week. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the other shows. We're dropping all kind of fun things out there. Keep a lookout. <laughs> Subscribe on YouTube and yep. everywhere you listen to payroll. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell a friend. Check. Look. Stay tuned for the payroll in the news. We got some wellness stuff coming. All kind it's, of good stuff. We're, yeah, we're bringing a bunch of stuff to you. Yep. True crime. We're gonna start dropping true crime on its own uh, yeah. during the week, Wednesdays, Tuesday nights, Wednesdays. You'll have it. Yeah. Break up the week. Start the work week with some work stuff, and then get some fun stuff in there too. Yeah. But yeah, man. Have a great week, folks. Thank you. All right, man. Peace.